kids podcast. <laughs> you can go slow. A kids podcast about. Recently, Lizzo and Beyonce removed harmful words from songs on their new albums after being pushed and encouraged by their fans. These changes in ableist language are worth noting. Are you a big fan of Lizzo? Have you been listening to Beyonce's new album, Renaissance, and dancing to You Won't Break My Soul? If so, you are definitely not alone. But while you were dancing, you might have missed a conversation about the language that was used in Lizzo's song, Girls, or Beyonce's song, Heated. Both songs used a word that you might hear a lot in music, on TV, with your friends, or in the hall at school. The word is spaz, and it is harmful. Now, it's important to say that neither Lizzo or Beyonce meant to use this word in a mean or ugly way. But no matter our intentions, when we use words that have harmful roots or origins, we can still do a lot of damage. Both Lizzo and Beyonce are Black women artists with a lot of fans. Their music reaches millions of people every day. And so activists in the disabled community thought it was important to first let Lizzo and then Beyonce know how harmful the word was. Each of them decided to change the lyrics of their songs so that they no longer contained the harmful word. Lizzo even wrote a very thoughtful apology. In it, she said, It has been brought to my attention that there is a harmful word in my new song, Girls. Let me make one thing clear. I never want to promote derogatory language. As a fat Black woman in America, I've had many hurtful words used against me, so I overstand the power words can have, whether intentionally or, in my case, unintentionally. I'm proud to say there is a new version of Girls with a lyric change. This is a result of me listening and taking action. As an influential artist, I'm dedicated to being a part of the change I've been waiting to see in the world. XOXO Lizzo. Derogatory language or slurs are words that have negative meaning or a negative origin and target a particular group of people. In this case, the word used in both songs is a slur that is harmful to people with disabilities. NPR explained that the word spaz or spazzing originate from the term spastic, which has historically been used to describe people with spastic paralysis or cerebral palsy. Often used in a derogatory way to describe people with disabilities, spaz or spaz out has also been used to refer to someone losing physical control or simply acting weird or uncool. When non-disabled people, those without disabilities, use language like this, it can make disabled people feel targeted and attacked. There are many words and phrases like this in our everyday language that are harmful to or dismissive of disabled people. And when we use them, even when we don't intend to be mean, we contribute to ableism, which is a negative system that affects every aspect of disabled people's lives. Ableism makes it harder for disabled people to be treated as equal in our world. Because of ableism, your friend in a wheelchair may not be included in school sports that they're very good at. Or a kid with cerebral palsy may not be offered an exciting opportunity at summer camp simply because they don't appear able-bodied. Ableism could mean that the perspectives of deaf or blind kids are left out when adults are making decisions about programs that those same kids might want to be a part of. 
Not only does ableism make it hard for disabled people to access opportunities, ableist language exposes disabled kids and adults to bullying or laughter. When we say words that give the impression that disability is weird or wrong, we make it harder for disabled people to just live their lives and live in their bodies without being bothered. Have you ever had a slur or a derogatory word used against you? How did it make you feel? I want to pause here and remind you that Lizzo and Beyonce are not the first or the only people to use ableist language. There are hundreds of songs and lyrics in the world that use derogatory language or ableist slurs. And it's important to notice that before this moment, there hasn't been a lot of pressure to get those musical artists like Taylor Swift and others to change their lyrics or remove hateful language. And it's probably because they are Black women who have faced harmful language in other parts of their lives that both Lizzo and Beyonce are more sensitive to just how hurtful slurs can be. Lizzo even mentioned this in her apology. She's been called a lot of names, and that experience has made her want to be better and to make sure that no one else has to experience that. It's important that Lizzo and Beyonce took the steps that they did to acknowledge and correct their ableism, but they shouldn't be alone. White and non-disabled artists who have also had a huge reach in their own countries or around the world have a responsibility to do their part to change their language. The founder and CEO of Ramp Your Voice, Felissa Thompson, is a Black disabled writer and social worker, and she had this to say about how we can be thinking about this moving forward. Hello, Worth Noting Podcast. I'm Felissa Thompson, and I'm thrilled to be on this episode about ableist language. It is important for us to remember that each of us can do something to make the world around us better and to show care to one another. This means we can understand how certain words or phrases can hurt those in our community and what we can do to be more careful with what we say. As a Black disabled woman, I know that there are words that hurt me when it comes to who I am, being a woman, Black, disabled. And I do my best to not hurt others who are different from me with the words I use. Understand how we navigate the world differently due to the many identities we may have, like being queer, trans, or disabled, matters. All of these identities shape how we experience the world we live in and the ways the world experiences and treats us. In my activism work, I focus on race, gender, and disability because I know that not everyone knows or cares how the world treats us that can hurt or help. In the case of Lizzo and Beyonce, It hurt to watch people talk about them in ways that made them feel less human because they were Black women who made a mistake. Black women should be given the chance to correct the mistakes they make when it comes to language, and it is on us to give such room or grace to allow that to happen. In my work, we say that it is important to trust Black women because Black women are true leaders in the fight for justice and equality for all. If we are to say that we trust Black women, then we must also trust them to listen to us when they may do something hurtful and then trust them to make up the mistakes done. Non-Black people are given chances to make up their mistakes. Black women deserve the same chance too. No one is perfect, 
but we should all do our best to be better each day. Lizzo and Beyonce provided great examples as to how we can do better when we learn better. That's the main lesson to understand from this moment that they were in the spotlight. Ableism is all of our jobs to fix. When we are careful with our language, we make the world safer and kinder for our disabled friends. Letting go of ableist slurs allows us to build a world where every single body and person feels like they belong. It's not hard to change out harmful words that have become commonplace for ones that are more inclusive. First, we just need to know what those words are and understand their history so that we can understand why they are hurtful. So your homework is to do a little listening and learning. In our episode notes, we will include a list of ableist words and easy alternatives to them that we can use in our everyday conversations. You can also ask an adult in your life to help you search for similar lists. And together, you all can work on rewriting the language you use so that it is not ableist. If you hear a slur being used by your friends or at school, help your peers or even your teachers understand why language like that can hurt. The most important thing to remember is that we are all learning together and there is still room for everyone to grow and change. So even if someone tells you that they weren't being mean intentionally, you can help them understand that even when we don't mean to, our words can still cause harm. And hopefully, if we are all trying a little harder, we can take better care of each other in everyday conversations and interactions. I'm Nicole, and this is Worth Noting. This episode of Worth Noting was written by me, Nicole Young, with help from Belissa Thompson. Editing and production support by Matthew Winner. Audio production is by Chad Michael Snavely and the team at Sound On Studios. Our executive producer is Jelani Memory. And this show was brought to you by A Kid's Podcast About. If you've enjoyed the show, consider giving us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. And of course, you're always invited to listen to other podcasts made for kids just like you by visiting akidsco.com. We know you value what you put in front of your kids, especially when it comes to screens and podcasts. That's why we're excited to share a new podcast from our friends at Sleepiest, creating bedtime stories to help your kids fall asleep fast. Hello, Abby here. If you've got children and find bedtimes a struggle, I'd like to tell you about Coco Sleep, a children's story podcast designed to make bedtime a dream. Coco Sleep turns a chaotic bedtime into cozy bonding time. The stories are delivered in a pace that gently slows. Rumour has it that no one's ever heard an ending. So search Coco Sleep on your favourite podcast app and let's make bedtime a dream. That's K-O-K-O Sleep and I'll see you there.